Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, this is Sit and Friends in the Morning. tell you right now, they charge this guy with murder, the guy that killed this crazy Jordan Neely on the subway. They charge this guy with murder, and I am announcing that something I really can't stand. I know it's part of our First Amendment, this whole ridiculous protest thing, but I just think it's nonsense because nine out of ten protests are for the wrong reasons and end up in violence anyway. I'm actually at the point now it wouldn't bother me if we abolish protests. I know that's, that's American and democratic. Get rid of them. But uh, I'm going to protest. If they charge this guy with murder, then I'm going to take me and Lou and Noam and Justin, and we're all going to set ourselves on fire on 3rd Avenue. And we're not going to put the fire out until this poor bastard's released. That's how angry I am that one New Yorker finally stood up and took matters into his own hands, and now Jordan Neely is the next George Floyd. Forty prior arrests. Forty. And now he's a lovely boy who liked to sing Michael Jackson tunes. I, I think I have a more productive idea. Maybe you hear me for a second. Instead of us setting ourselves on fire, yeah. maybe we make a better point by would the five of us go down and sit in a car and start screaming at passengers. Oh, like Jordan Neely did. Incoherently. Right, like Neely did. Yes. Not just a bad idea. And see how long okay. people take. And then when, you know. I like somebody, that. Yeah, like screaming really like yeah. this guy did. Okay. And annoying people. We'll take that into account. We could dress, you know, as homeless as we want to or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel Just like Michael part, Jackson, yeah. 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 Bo Deedle says uh, Peter King is with the family and never goes against the family. Noam doesn't have his button yet. We've not opened the books. But Noam is not a made man. Sorry, my witness against Murano will be my friend and part of the family, family, I should say, Curtis Sliwa. Curtis did stray a little bit, but now we've had a sit down and he's currently back with the family and he's the main witness against Frank Murano. This is becoming a huge drama. Stay tuned. The commission, the vote coming against Frank Murano sometime later on today. Mike Lawler is a great congressman. He's the pride of Rockland County. I believe that's District 97. And he's just back from a historic visit to Israel, who just celebrated their 75th birthday. Here he is, Congressman Mike Lawler. Mike, good morning. How are you, pal? I'm good, Sid. How are you? I'm great. Nice to have you back. I did try to contact you a couple of times, and you should get back to me right away. But, of course, you were out of the country in Israel celebrating 75 years. I know Jim Jordan, another guy I love, was there, too. So who else was there with you, and what were those couple of days like celebrating the birth of that great country? It was a a great trip. We went with uh, Speaker McCarthy uh, and Steny Hoyer. It was a a bipartisan trip to to go to Israel, celebrate the 75th anniversary uh, of of that great beacon.
beacon of democracy and freedom uh, in the Middle East. And uh, we also had the opportunity to sit down with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, President Herzog, uh, Speaker Ohana, and really talk about uh, the issues and the challenges uh, that Israel is facing and uh, have a, a frank discussion among friends, uh, as well as to, to take the opportunity uh, to visit the Church of the Holy Sepulchre or the Western Wall uh, and get a, a private tour of the City of David, uh, which is really remarkable. They're excavating, uh, you know, the road that Jesus walked. And so it was wow. uh, a, a really remarkable uh, 48 hours in Israel. Uh, it was my first time there. And so I was just honored to be part of the, the delegation with the speaker. Uh, the speaker delivered remarks at the Knesset, only the second uh, U.S. speaker in the history of, of uh, Israel uh, to, to come and speak at the Knesset. So really a, a wonderful opportunity. You know, I'm close with Dove Hiking, and he goes back and forth to Israel all the time. And I'm a Jew, and I haven't been there, which I'm really upset about. I do want to get well, there. I, I got to get I gotta there. I got to tell you, Sid, yeah. having, having now gone, I, it was uh, something that I absolutely uh, wanted to do this year. Uh, Having now gone, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. you you got to make the effort to go to Jerusalem uh, and and just see the sights. It, it really is amazing. And I'm dying to go. And I said to Dove, I go, you know, I keep hearing that last week there was an attack, the Palestinians, Israelis. And he would say, Sid, I feel safer walking in the streets of Israel than I do in Times Square, to be completely honest. So, yeah, there's some issues every now and then. But when you sat down with, for example, Netanyahu and the president, and he said we discussed some of the issues outside of, of course, the years and years of issues between the Palestinians and the Israelis, what's the biggest issue, the major issue that Netanyahu deals with on a daily basis? Well, without breaking confidences of the conversation, you know, as you can imagine, Iran certainly was a, a major uh, topic. Uh, but, cert you know, certainly I brought up uh, my legislation along with uh, Congressman Richie Torres from the Bronx uh, about uh, creating a special envoy for the Abraham Accords. And I think one of the things that, you know, the United States can be most helpful in is really normalizing uh, relations between Israel and its Arab neighbors. And, and so, you know, I think we need to, to have a special envoy who can focus in on the Abraham Accords and work to strengthen them and expand them, uh, including hopefully with Saudi Arabia, uh, and, and really set about the transformational peace uh, that we need in the Middle East. And, and I think, you know, the uh, previous administration, uh, President Trump, uh, his administration worked closely with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, and uh, they were able to accomplish this. And I think it's something that uh, really has uh, created the ability uh, to bring peace. And so we, we need to focus in on that. I think the Biden administration, frankly, uh, has failed uh, in its efforts to expand upon the Abraham Accords. And so that's why I yeah. think it's so critical to, to create a special envoy for it. Agreed. Well, there's no love lost between Netanyahu and Obama and Biden, no matter what Biden says. That's a fact. He loved Donald Trump. And, you know, every day here back in the States, my dear friend Joseph Takapina representing Trump right now on this ridiculous defamation rape allegation 
Uh, two weeks before that was Alvin Bragg. Before you know it, it'll be Georgia, January 6th, Mar-a-Lago, who knows. And I hear that in Israel, of course, Netanyahu and his wife and his wife, they are also going through some legal issues, too. Once again, the similarities between Netanyahu and Trump, pretty stark. And you tell me, being in Israel on a daily basis just last week, uh, are there a lot of reports about Netanyahu and the allegations against him, like Trump here in the United States? Uh, you know, obviously, they, there's been investigations, and, and uh, I think a lot of people looked at the judicial reforms that were being uh, put forth uh, by uh, the prime minister and his administration uh, and the Knesset uh, to be in response to some of that. But, uh, you know, I, I think the prime minister uh, is really in a very strong position right now. He has a, a very strong coalition, uh, biggest in, in a long time. And, uh, you know, I think his focus based on the conversations we had, is, is not on that, but on obviously bringing about peace and, and uh, preventing Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. Yeah, I like that. Mike Lawler, Congressman, Rockland County, joining me right now, just back from Israel, celebrating 75 years, Jim Jordan and a host of others there with him. So I had uh, your friend out of Wisconsin, Ron Johnson, on yesterday, and we talked an awful lot about Anthony Blinken, and the emails, of course, back and forth between Blinken and Biden, when Blinken, like Joe Biden, has said there was no communication, I never communicated. So Ron Johnson and the House Republicans, you're one of them, has Biden in a lie, caught him in a bold-faced lie. I said, Ron, okay, now what? I hear more stuff every day about Hunter Biden. We're getting close. We're getting close. Where are we? So on this whole Ron Johnson deal with Anthony Blinken, how bad could that get for Blinken, if bad at all? Well, I think what you're starting to see is, as Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan uh, and and Ron Johnson and others are pulling at the, the threads here, it's unraveling. And, you know, you look at the Hunter Biden laptop situation, uh, it's not the laptop in and of itself. It's 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 the money. It's the suspicious activity reports by the IRS. It's the IRS whistleblower saying that senior administration officials lied before Congress uh, with respect to an investigation. It's Antony Blinken being caught in a, in a lie and contradicted uh, by sworn statements uh, about whether or not he was involved uh, with pulling together uh, that letter that disputed. Uh, the the laptop as Russian disinformation, um, you know, and and it all ties back to, you know, decisions that are being made and who's benefiting from these decisions, uh, and if there's any transfer of of money, and that's where this is all starting to unravel uh, before our eyes. So, I, you know, I think the investigation continues. Anything like this, you need to be. Uh, dead certain you need to have the facts you need to have the evidence this is not something to just uh you know throw stuff at a wall and hope it's no no i agree so 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 if the american people for example don't hear something for a couple of days we should not misconstrue that as mccarthy and lawler and johnson and all of you guys continuing this investigation and may i say maybe even eagerly 
Look, I, I think, as I've said from the very beginning, Congress has a responsibility of oversight. If there are facts and evidence uh, that warrant investigation, then it needs to be investigated. And, and in this instance, uh, the more information we are learning publicly, uh, and, and I, I note the word publicly, um, it's obviously deeply disconcerting. Uh, I know that uh, Chairman Comer and Chairman Jordan are continuing their work, uh, and I suspect, you know, over the coming weeks and months, more information is going to become available uh, to the public. And, you know, with each passing uh, day, you're learning more uh, that raises serious questions about what Hunter Biden was doing and why. And when you start looking into the fact that money is transferred uh, from from foreign companies, uh, it raises a lot of questions. And so, you know, I'm not I'm not going to go too deep into it to say that you know this means Joe Biden did this, but it certainly uh, raises enough questions that the investigation should continue, uh, and uh, we need answers. And if the administration is going to send uh, you know, cabinet secretaries to Congress, a lie, uh, that is a major problem. So 2022 election day did not go well for us, for the most part. We lost all the big gubernatorial elections, all of them. Uh, we barely got the House back. We did not get the Senate. But here in New York, at least, it was great because four Republicans took seats. My friend Mark Malinaro, my friend Anthony D'Esposito, you, of course, my dear friend Mike Lawler, and uh, that other guy, uh, 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 George Santos. Uh, but it turns out now with this redistricting and uh, gerrymandering that um, all the districts have changed. And there seems to be concern from Republicans that guys like you, Mike Lawler, coming off a recent win, may get screwed next time around. Is that a worry of well, yours? So Hakeem Jeffrey, uh, Jeffries and the Democrats are embarrassed. Uh, they're embarrassed that they got whooped in New York uh, in 2022, and that cost them uh, the House majority. And so what they are doing is everything they can uh, to try and win back these seats, including petitioning the courts uh, to redraw the lines again. Uh, they tried to gerrymander New York's congressional maps and got slapped down in court rightfully uh, because they violated the state constitution. Uh, and so we got a fair set of maps, and they lost on a fair set of maps. And by the way, my district is a district Joe Biden won by 10 points. It's not like it's a rock-solid Republican district. It's not. But we talked about the issues that mattered to the people in the 17th congressional district. And that's why we won. And so they can't beat us fairly. So they're trying to get these lines redrawn. I have confidence in, in the court uh, that it will uphold uh, the decision made last year and that these maps should last for 10 years. Remember, in 2012, uh, we had a court-ordered special master draw maps. Those congressional maps lasted for an entire decade. The state constitution speaks to this, that whether it's uh, by the legislature by the Independent Redistricting Commission or by the courts, 
it's a 10-year map. So this is a, a, a last-ditch effort on their part uh, to try and gerrymander the maps in their favor. Uh, but I don't think it's going to work. When is this? Uh, when do you expect? When do you expect this a new decision to come down? Uh, well, the hearing is going to be in June, early June, and then uh, you know it could be shortly thereafter, or it could take a while from the appellate division to to issue the order. Uh, but this this will be ongoing for for quite a while, um, I'm sure. Uh, which whichever side uh, would be on the losing end of that decision will appeal it. Um, so this is this is going to take a while to to sort itself out. Gotcha. Hey, I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you enjoyed Israel. You're always a gracious and terrific guest on my program, and I love the work you do out there in Rockland County. So keep going at it, Mike Lawler. Thank you for this morning, and have a good rest of the week. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Sid. You the man. Talk soon. You too, Mike Lawler, Congressman up there in Rockland County, the pride of New City, in Pearl River, and Nanuet. All those cool places. Mike Lawler.